Hello and welcome to episode 429 of the Disney Every Week with the Passporter Moms podcast. I am Jennifer Marks, Passporter author and Passporter mom. And I'm Sarah Varney, travel planner and Passporter mom. The Disney Every Week podcast takes you to Disney every week. We offer tips and advice for all travelers with or without kids. Going to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line and destinations in the U.S. and abroad. So this week, we're going to be talking about how I snuck off to a Disney cruise into Walt Disney World last week, (laughs) and a very, very last minute trip. But before we get to that, I want to apologize for the problems that we had on iTunes the last two weeks. Um, Last week, actually both weeks, the feed was messed up, and it's just a character was in the wrong spot in both cases and I didn't notice it. And because there's a lag between when I put the thing on and when I, or when I make the change and when I put it up, I don't, I can't usually go check to make sure I did it. Like I kind of with everything else. So I'm really sorry. And in the case of um, last week's, I was really sick, <laughs> really sick. Very, so, very, very yeah, sick. So I've actually been sick for a month. But you still now. are. I am still yeah. sick. I have, the doctor, we didn't, didn't, she didn't test me, but she's pretty sure I have pneumonia, which makes sense because I have had it before and it feels just like it. And I'm taking medication. But that day that I did the podcast, oh my God, I don't remember anything about that day. That was a day I went to Disney. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a total blank. Like seriously, I, I'm very grateful for Greg because I don't know how I did that. <laughs> um, but I'm sorry. So... Um, I don't know what to do to make that better, um, except like checking that that day, right, so that we can catch any problems. The issue, of course, is that when there's an issue with iTunes, it kind of gets stuck, right? And then you have to delete the podcast from your feed and go get it again. And that's confusing right. and frustrating. And it's just a problem that's inherent to iTunes. So yeah, yeah. You know, I apologize. I it's well, this is our 429th episode. <laughs> You'd think I would have gotten this right by now, but it's a kind of a finicky thing. So I I'm sorry. I yeah, take I total t- responsibility t- for I- it. iTunes though. is picky, but it, iTunes is picky, and it's hard because even if you catch it right away and fix it, if right. people try to download right. it, they're still going to have to delete and re-download. Right. So that's and that's right. an iTunes thing. That's not right. us, unfortunately. Right. So we do the best we can. <laughs> yes. So thank you for your patience and understanding with me. I appreciate it. Um, so let's see. We have some news this week. Um, not a lot. Maybe, well, I didn't find a lot. You might have some more news. Um, the news that I came across, um, the first one is that, I think this one just came out a couple of days ago, is that My Disney Experience will be getting a digital key feature so that you can use the app to open your resort, you know, resort, Disney resort room, which is not um, a new idea. Other hotels do that. I've used that feature with their apps before. So we don't have it in my Disney experience yet, nor do I know when we'll get it, but I'll probably just show up. One day, I guess. I don't know. Do you know when I, it's coming? I, they're, te- they're testing it. They're testing. At, 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 I believe they're testing it at the Wilderness Lodge okay. right now. Well, that, so. make, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, the thing is, is that this is only really going to help people who don't have their magic bands, right? I mean, because your magic band can do that. It's just for, but if you, guess you, if you didn't get your magic band before you left, 
then your app could do it. Yes, this, I suppose right? what it is is that it's a proximity thing. So it's not like you right. need to tap your phone. Right. You just so if you have your hands, it. if you have your hands full, you know, you'll be able to just sort of your your door will sort of you know oh, unlock. Well, that, that could be useful because so even if yeah. you have your magic band, that could be exactly nicer to use than. Um, yeah, then that, then that. And having okay, to well, actually cool. sort of tap the band, yeah. <coughs> right. Okay, and then, uh, um, so st- I'm going to jump around here a little bit. So minivan, airport service. So we use the minivans, and I will talk about that later. But um, I, while I was there, I learned that the airport services became available to everybody starting on Saturday, March 31st. Sorry, the minivan airport service became available to all Disney Resort guests. Right. So for 150 bucks, you can pay to have a minivan take you to the Orlando International Airport. Um, of course, I tried to use it for our 7.40 a.m. flight, thinking that would make a lot of sense. Because, of course, Disney's Magical Express has to pick you up so early now. And unfortunately, you have to have your pickup before 7 a.m. or flights like at, you know, after, sorry, pick up. After 7 a.m. Yes, yeah. Sorry, yes. Yes, everybody, please forgive me. I am still not feeling well, so I will make mistakes. I'm so sorry. So, yes, pick up after 7 a.m. or flight after 9 a.m., right? Um, so it didn't work for us. I But the thing is, is that by that point, I would gladly have paid 150 bucks for a nice, easy ride to the airport. <laughs> like, seriously, I was all about that. I wasn't even like, oh, my God, 150 bucks. No, mm-mm, I was ready to pay that money. Yeah, so <laughs> I was totally ready. I was like, take my money, please. <laughs> right. And anything um, to not have to get picked up three hours ahead of I know, time. I know, I yeah. know, right. And I have a little story about that, too, which we'll get to. Um, <laughs> so, and then over at Disneyland, so... As we've talked about previously in the podcast, they're creating a new high-end resort on the west end of the Disneyland Resort property that's going to open in 2019, I believe. So, of course, that means there's a bunch of stuff that has to close because Disneyland doesn't really have that much space. So there's a whole slew of things at Downtown Disney that are closing starting or or by June 30th. Some will actually close a little earlier. So like Earl of Sandwich and the AMC Theaters and Rainforest Cafe. Um Starbucks West Side. <laughs> Things like yep. that are going to close. Some of them are might possibly reappear when the resort opens, like on its ground floor, but we don't have any confirmation of that. Um, and then also at Disneyland, D23 Expo is returning in 2019 in um, August 23rd to the 25th. And that will be the sixth D23 Expo, which is a very, very large Disney fan event that is run by Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, we should go. <laughs> we say you tell me this every year, and I have yet to go because I, I was. But so I do say it every year, but they, you never go. <laughs> I don't, well, you know, August twenty third or twenty fifth is a possibility for me. I could probably do those dates. So yeah, we should just go and do, we should just do that. Yeah, I agree. That's like that's like a year I've and a half. I've been to half. almost all of them. I've only missed one. Um, I'm really curious about it. I think you. I you know? think you would like it. I think I would like it too. Um, do you have any news that I missed? So I just got um, uh, one little piece of news. We it is confirmed that Disney's Hollywood Studios will be having tiered fast passes, um, okay. beginning with the opening of Toy Story Land this summer. So tier one will be all of the Toy Story attractions. So the Slinky Dog Dash, the Alien, I don't remember what it's called, but the little the little Alien ride, and then Toy Story Mania. Those will all be tier one. So you can only have a fast pass for one of those, and then all of the other attractions will be tier two. Um, so and the reason we know that is because. 
concierge level guests, as we discussed in a previous podcast, now have the option to purchase 90 right. day advance fast passes. Right. Right. So that 90 day window has opened mm-hmm. for Toy Story Land. So that's how we know that this is happening. So okay, uh, there's that. And then also the new reunion station over at the oh, right. Wilderness yeah. Lodge is opening and I guess is going to have all kinds of sort of perks and classes and things yeah. for Disney Vacation Club members, including I didn't really read the details on this very <laughs> carefully, but I guess there's going to be um, like a dining package almost that DVC members can add for $50 a day um, that gets them. I don't know if it's like a breakfast package or, or what it is exactly, but um, let me see if I can read this. So there's going to be all of these classes, um, which sound really cool. So there will be like beverage tastings and phone photography and animation 101. Um, and those are additional fees. It's usually $40 a person. Um, and again, this is just for DVC members. But then it's also going to have a food and beverage inclusive lounge. This is an add-on option for members who are staying um, at Boulder Ridge or Copper Creek Villas. It's $50 a night for adults and $33 a night for kids ages three to nine. And they can have pastries and fruits and cereals in the morning from seven to 10. And then wine, beer, cheese, salads, soups, desserts, and snacks from four to 6 p.m. Oh, so it's like, it's like a kind of, it's like, yeah, a lounge, exactly. Members, right. Right. It's an additional cost. And it's an additional cost. Interesting. Yeah. And okay. it is for the entire um, length of your stay. You can't just do it like one day here or mm-hmm. one day there. Right. It's all or nothing. So. Right. Interesting. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So shall we talk about my trip? Yes, please. I want to hear all about it. Um, okay. So this is. Well, a- let's start with. Let's start with. Let's start with how this trip started because. I just you mean with like with a text a, to yeah, you? Yeah, it's a Jennifer story, which I, yeah. It's just yes. Not. Well, right. So I had been thinking about going on a cruise way back in January, but decided against it for a variety of reasons. Um, but then my 10th anniversary is in April with Greg. And that's a big deal. 10 years is a really big deal. So we decided we wanted to celebrate it. Greg was, uh, Alex was on spring break going to visit his dad. So we decided this was our opportunity. And of course, we didn't really know all of this kind of just happened. And so I'm like, okay, well, this is our chance to go. (laughs) So this is is it. And it was like a week and a half before. Like I right? Yes, not not even form? two not even yeah, two not weeks. Even ahead two of weeks time. Not <laughs> yeah. even two weeks. That's why I was laughing uh in our last podcast about the person who was concerned about <laughs> a last, last minute, minute right? A few months away. Yeah. Yeah. So and Jennifer um, and I were both snickering as we read that one. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> and uh so yeah, so I texted Sarah and I'm like, Sarah, we're, we want to do this and this. Will you help us? And you're like, sure, because <laughs> you're always so awesome. So we got all that booked in. That was pretty um easy actually i remember being really easy and so so that was so that was it sarah is awesome by the way everybody as a travel agent sarah is the best and really really is and well and so there are a couple things that come with booking something that last minute for example you you wouldn't have received your disney cruise line booklet in advance um we did get a booklet, actually. We did. We they did. Got that fast? Yes. Yes. Oh, that is good. I, I know it is. We we got that. And obviously not bad magic bands, though. I didn't really care. It wasn't important right. to me. Yeah, you you know, wouldn't that's, have gotten magic bands. Because you get them when you arrive at the resort. So it's it's no big deal. Plus, I have old ones. Um, yeah. So, um, but yes, booking a last minute trip like that is really different than a trip that you might do in advance. So, for example, on the cruise, you know, everything that you that is popular, like 
the cabanas on Castaway mm-hmm. Key are already booked, right? And a uh, lot of other, yeah. Well, Paulo actually had some availability. It did. Oh, um, nice. I decided not to book it in advance, though. I was actually went with a do less, enjoy more trip. I really did. Oh, we, we really didn't book hardly anything because because it was a last minute trip. It was really important that we be super flexible to get the most out of it, right? Um, so. Yeah, it was. It really it worked out really well. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, but but things like that that you might like to take advantage of. I mean, like I'm a Platinum Castaway Club member, so I could have gotten that cabana had I booked my cruise, you know, far enough in advance, but I right. didn't. So, and um, and then of course fast passes. You know, I didn't even I didn't even try. I didn't even have a pass. <laughs> I didn't even get one until I walked up to, you know, guest relations at the park and said, "Please give me a pass." <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even I didn't even care about fast passes because I knew it was spring break. I mean I'm going at one of the busiest times of the year as a last minute trip. <laughs> it's like a double whammy, right? So um keeping everything just like super low key really made a huge difference. And even though I was sick, as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, I have pneumonia and I had it then. I just didn't know. I didn't know I had it. Um, um I still had a great time, which is kind of amazing to say. Uh, But I mean, I have like walking pneumonia, which is very mild, right? Um, And it's the kind of thing where you feel better and you think you're getting, you think you think you think you're getting okay, which is what happened to the days before the trip. And then Mm -hmm. like the the day before we left, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is something's not right here. I'm getting really sick. I call the doctor. I'm like, I'm going away tomorrow. Can you please see me? And nobody could see me. It was horrible. I'm like, oh my gosh. And and then I, I and I'm like, do I cancel or do I go? That was like because you and I, te- I, I te- texted 10 you Friday night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm not getting better, right? I mean, and uh, I woke up the next morning. I like took the whole day off. I was slept the whole day, and the next morning I'm like, we managed to get to Target, and I didn't pass out. So I'm like, okay, I think I can do this. That was our test. If I can go to Target and be okay, um, so. So we went. <laughs> so the so this might be really unusual. A lot of people might not have chosen to go, and but I chose to go. So I'm yeah. I'm crazy like that. Um, but I want to talk about the difference between booking a last minute cruise versus a last minute trip, mm-hmm. um, because this was really and and also the versus spring break cruise versus spring break at Walt Disney World. These two uh, things, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, so. In both cases, the cruise was amazing, and I thought it was better than the Walt Disney World trip because you know of this challenge. I mean, the cruise is a it's, it's a thing, an entity, right? You book it and you're in, right? You've got you've got everything you need. It's all right there, um, right? And that's and that's awesome, yeah. right? And also, it's a fine. It's it. it there's a finite capacity. Exactly. You know, there's so, only so many people right. you can fit on the ship, no matter how busy it exactly. is. Exactly. So even though it's spring break and there's all these people going on a cruise, there's good. You can't go crazy the way you can at Walt Disney yeah. World, right? Yeah. No matter yeah. what, you still can only fit about four thousand people on that right. ship. Right. Right. Exactly. So <laughs> it actually was the, the best thing that for spring break and a last minute trip that I could do was go on this cruise, and it was primarily most of our trip was the cruise and. Uh, the other thing that I discovered having not done this, because I don't normally travel during peak times, right, for obvious reasons, is that um, 
Most of the cruisers were not repeat cruisers. They were brand new, which is not surprising because, of course, you know, this is their first time. They don't know. They're not going during spring break, that kind of thing. And what that meant for me as a repeat cruiser was that I basically had a ship and the things I wanted to do almost entirely to myself because mm-hmm. everyone got off at NASA. Everybody. It was crazy. The ship was <laughs> deserted. We're like, where the heck is everybody? <laughs> it was really quite funny. So even though it was spring break, it was like, um, it was actually awesome. Um, and we even, like, as soon as I got on board, I optimistically went to guest services and I'm like, hey, you know, put me on the waiting list for a cabana. Thinking, of course, that's never going to happen. Nope. Sure enough, they called me like an hour later. Like, yeah, we got you in. I'm like, you've got Woo-hoo. to be kidding me. So, yeah, so we got a um, cabana on Serenity Bay, which is the adult oh. beach. And the first time I'd done that. And it was amazing, especially for a sick person <laughs> right, <laughs> to have a right. cabana to take like three naps in because what, that's what I did. And uh, yeah, and it was really, I would totally, if I have to travel during spring break or some other busy season again and, and can afford it, because of course it's more expensive, I would definitely choose a cruise over Walt Disney World again because because of this. It really just worked out really well. And, you know, once I was on board and once I, you know, coughed up the price for it, it was great. It was a great experience. Um, well, Disney World was very busy, as you would expect. It was very busy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah, in the two days before Easter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was the two days before Easter. But because we went in with a do less, enjoy more attitude, we really didn't have any major issues. I was actually able to book dining same day at, at places that we wanted to, just using the My Disney Experience app. We were just really flexible about, we just simply looked at what was available. And we said, okay, well, this looks good. Let's do this. And that was like the best way to approach it, right? Because there, I mean, I've I've always had options. There's always cancellations, right, on that day of. So, um, that that was fine. And we basically only went to Epcot. I mean, just this um, the Flower and Garden Festival, which was beautiful. So, and we stayed at Yacht Club, so that we could do that. So that you know, it was very easy just to walk over. Um, and that worked out really well. And that was all intentional. I chose the Yacht Club on purpose so that I, because I knew it would be so busy, right? Mm-hmm. And so having the ability to just go right to the park that I wanted to like that, well, I knew it would make a difference and it did. Um, um, so I wanted to talk about some of the um, things that, well, I wanted to talk about the places that we ate because that was at Walt Disney World because that was an interesting experience. Um we ate at four different places, Hurricane Hannah's at the Yacht Club, Tokyo Dining at, at Epcot, the Edison, the new Ooh. awesome Edison at Disney Springs, and Le Cellier at Epcot. So Hurricane Hannah's is a quick service restaurant, re, sorry, eatery, <laughs> quick service eatery. It's the pool bar, basically, at Yacht Club. And um, it was our first stop. We're like, okay, we're just going to get a quick burger before we go into the park. <laughs> that was funny. That did, <laughs> was not what happened. Would you believe it took 30 minutes. They gave us oh, a wow. pager and we had to wait 30 minutes for our hamburgers. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. And Hurricane Hannah's gets really yeah, busy because of, because yeah. of the popularity of that pool. <laughs> and there were a lot of people there during the pool. Um, so that was kind of a bummer. And then dinner that night was at Tokyo Dining, which we were looking forward to because we love Japanese and we hadn't eaten at Tokyo Dining in a while. But... It was, unfortunately, a huge disappointment. Um, We weren't happy with the menu. 
we weren't um, happy with the prices, probably because we didn't like the menu. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, we probably won't be so, going there again for a long time. <laughs> so what what about the menu did you not like? Now, I haven't I haven't eaten in Tokyo Dining in probably 10 plus years, so I'm yeah. not familiar with well, the menu. Right. What so, about it did you not care yeah, for? Yeah, so it's funny because the last time I remember eating there, I remember thinking that it was really good Japanese cuisine. This time it felt weird and kind of Americanized and not at all what – I'm used to for Japanese food. And for those listeners who aren't aware, I'd lived in Japan for two years. So I have some experience with this. And now it's not, it's not atypical for you to go to a ethnic restaurant and get Americanized versions of food, right? But, but this was like, not, it wasn't a good, it wasn't like enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. the, the portions were really small, given we know what you were paying. And it wasn't particularly good, and it was just kind of weird. Weird choices off the menu. And, and I think that's sort of a symptom of the Disney dining plan, but, you know, whatever. Because <laughs> it has mm-hmm. been – I think the last time I ate there was – might have been even – maybe the beginning of the dining plan thing, when before things mm-hmm. really started changing. Um um We have eaten at Tappan Edo many times recently, and we really like that, but we – but so we will go back to Teppanetto, but not Tokyo Dining. Okay. Uh, and then the next day, we went to Disney Springs specifically to check out the Edison and to go shopping because <laughs> I wanted to go look for a Dooney and Burke purse because it's been like years since I had a new one. <gasps> Did you get one? I didn't, but I'll tell you what I got instead. Oh. In a minute. Okay. Okay. Because okay. I looked, I really looked. I just didn't find okay. any that I, I was looking for, like a neutral one, maybe that wasn't like. I'm a Disney purse, right? Like screams right. it all the time because I have a Tinkerbell one I'll, and I use that all the time. It's my normal purse, but I was looking for one maybe a little more subtle. I didn't find it, so that's why I didn't get it. But so we went to the Edison and uh, we didn't have reservations. They, were, they weren't very busy. It was lunchtime. Um, and we walk in and I'm like, wow, this is awesome. And we get seated where it's kind of you walk in and at the, like, the ground level, but you go down and you eat down sub level right okay and we're sitting there we're kind of in this big room and i'm like oh my gosh they didn't just raise an adventurers club what they did was they stripped it and they kept all of the structure <coughs> like all the steel supports and i could still see the building i could see where the library was which is where i was seated i could see the main oh. salon and the mask room and the treasure room and i'm just sitting there kind of been kind of like like uh, realizing what that I could see this and being like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing, right? Because I'm sure everybody knows that I'm a huge Adventures Club fan, even though it closed ten years ago. Right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm still, I'm told, I'm still stuck in the past. And uh, so I'm sitting there talking to Greg about how amazing this is and telling him what each of the rooms are and everything, and just noting all the differences. And then from the side door comes this person who's dressed in like 1930s garb right and I look at him and oh my gosh Sarah it was the same actor from the Adventures Club the guy who played Otis T. Red <gasps> he comes oh out I know and I'm like I'm like sitting there with my mouth open <laughs> he comes over and he's like he's like hi and I'm like oh my gosh you look so familiar <laughs> he's like oh I know I get that all the time my my uncle Otis T. Wren used to work here back when it was you know this um adventuring club it, it was amazing Sarah it was 
totally amazing and he was in character and he That's went fantastic. around to all the, ca- the tables and talked to people in character just like at the Adventures Club except he had a different persona and his name was Corey and I think his, the last name was McAllister I couldn't find any mention of it online anywhere um, I have a photo and I will share it of he and I together um, but it was it was really it was really cool so any Adventures Club fans out there really need to check this out because okay there's more to it, apparently, than just him. Like, there's actually entertainment that goes on at the Edison that we, we didn't see because we were there for lunch. But they have a burlesque show in the evenings. Mm-hmm. We really wanted to see it. <coughs> but we were leaving you know, so early the next day that we didn't. But um, it looked that the stage, which was where the library stage was, <laughs> the Adventures Club, was right there. And it was all set up for live music. And they had this sort of... Um, cage suspended from the ceiling where I think some of the um, performers in the burlesque show did some like acrobatics or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. It just looked amazing and and really cool. And then the food. This is some of the best food we have had in a long time. They are really, really? doing. Yes. Greg says, and I quote, this is the best hamburger I've ever had. I like, and he likes hamburgers. He has them all the time. So okay. that was pretty I'm glad high to hear praise. Because I've heard really mixed reviews. So yeah, I'm really well, glad to hear you say this. Our experience was excellent. And that we had an appetizer called um, candied bacon on a the clothesline candy bacon. <laughs> yeah, yes. That's it. <laughs> Which our server recommended. We're like, what the heck? We'll try it. Oh my goodness. It was so good. It was this thick bacon, slightly sweet. And it came with these homemade, like kind of sweet, kind of spicy pickles. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. It I've was, seen pictures. It looks really yeah, good. Yeah, it really, really was good. And he said he had like the Edison burger, which he said was excellent. I tried it. I agreed. It was really good. And I had um, grilled cheese and tomato soup. Also I was about to say, really please, please, tell, please tell me you had the tomato soup and gooey grilled cheese. Because every time I look was, at that on the menu, oh, I think, oh, that looks oh, it, so good. It was excellent. There was so much cheese in that sandwich. It was really, really good. And the tomato soup was like... I don't know if you're a fan of tomato soup. I am, but I it am. was it wasn't just I like am. super pureed. It was like you could taste it that it was made with real tomatoes, right? You know, it was a kind of I'm not gonna say chunky, but it was definitely had texture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was really good. It was very, very good. And um Yum. So we will be going back next time. And we don't usually do that. We usually try to go to new places every time, but we will we've already decided we are going back for sure. So yep. so Highly recommended. Only one visit, you know, sometimes it's hard to say with one visit, but we really liked it. Um, and then our fourth restaurant was La Salier, which was fine. It was n- nothing bad, nothing amazing. It was fine. Mm-hmm. But oh my goodness, $53 for a steak is really high. <laughs> yeah. That's the only, that's the, that's the complaint I have with it. Like, just wow. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, minivans. We use the minivans, and they were amazing. We love the minivans; they are so cool. Um, right? My, I, I mean, Sean and Ryan are addicted to. Them. Oh yeah! Like, I, I, I told you, really? we used one four times in one day. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I remember, I remember thinking, "Yeah, that's funny." Like, I don't think I'd ever do that. No, uh huh. I would totally do that now. Yeah, it, the, really. Like, it was so convenient, and it was so nice. And as an introvert, I really enjoy having. I, I like. I treasure the moments when it's. There's less people. I really do. It's important to recharge. And that was it was really nice. A quick trip. 
super friendly drivers. We did it twice. So, you know, only two times, but um, well, we were really, really impressed. Um, and Greg was like, yeah, we should just always do this. I was traveling from now on. <laughs> they yeah. need to have like um, value packs of, of minivan rides or something. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> A little punch card. Um, Give it yeah, time. Yeah, uh-huh. we, yeah. We really, really, really enjoyed it. And on our second trip, we met Scott. He heard me talking about our podcast. And so we talked about podcasts for a while because he had started a podcast network. And he joined our Facebook group. So he may be hearing this. So hi, it was awesome. Did a great job. (laughs) We really liked the minivans. We thought that they were really cool. Yeah. The only downside I experienced was when we went to Disney Springs. Um, They told us to pick up. There were only two pickup points at Disney Springs. One was on the very, very far end, like where the old bus drop offs or the marketplace used to be. Yep. Oh yeah. And then the the marketplace. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is all the way down at right beyond Cirque du Soleil. So okay. If nothing you, in the middle. There, nothing huh? in the middle, right? So I don't know if that would change or not. I mean, it might. This is all still new. But if you were hoping for something convenient to be picked up there, that's not really that convenient. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, like but if you're we'll in see. town center. Yeah, like you're you you, picked up, you, have, you to have to walk all the way. And that's kind of yeah. a bummer. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, it would make sense for them to add a pickup, but maybe they can't. Um, yeah. <laughs> um hmm. yeah well, i want to know what you thought about the rooms at the yacht club oh yes right the yacht club the yacht club beautiful as ever the rooms yeah i didn't like them <laughs> so it yes, reminded okay. me i'm so glad you yeah, said no, that I was, no. I was worried you're gonna come be like come back and be like i don't know what you're talking about Mm-mm. i think they're fine <laughs> no they were way too sterile totally way too sterile in fact it reminded me of um, I was when I had Alexander. We I had a really nice hospital room. It was they had just redone it. It was beautiful. It reminded me of that. So Ooh. I know that's kind of bad to compare it to a hospital. It was a really nice Ooh. hospital room, but you know, all wood floors and like just the surfaces are all just like I don't know. There's just no softness. There's no mm-hmm. sense of luxury to the room mm-hmm. at all, and I did not like that. Um, like you the said, curtains are cute though. Yes, the curtains are cute. Yes, that's like you it. said, that's that, all I got. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the only Disney touch in the room where the constellations on the curtain, just like you said before. Um, and you know, I didn't like. I, I mean, like they needed to have some throw rugs in there, something. Man, it was just. Mm-hmm. I don't like putting my feet on a cold floor in the morning. I don't like walking into the room and it just feels cold. It's that's mm-hmm. like considering how much I spent. You know how much yacht club costs. You should feel. You should feel it should feel more luxurious. I really yeah. think it should. I, um, I mean, and, and compare that to because we had just gotten off the Disney Wonder and we were in a category four, five? whatever. It was a veranda stateroom, whatever. So five, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, so which is not, you know it's not special. You know, I mean, but compared to that it felt like a step down and it shouldn't feel like that right so um you know i mean everything worked the room was nice and big especially compared to the the stay room but we were not and the other thing that this is a pet peeve of mine so you know we always get turned down service on the cruise by default it's awesome i love this they, re- they really, on the cruise, you really feel special. Mm-hmm. So at the deluxe resorts, it used to be a long, long, long time ago that you got turned on service. Um, but these days, if you want it, you have to 
ask for it, sometimes fight for it. <laughs> you, yeah, have to, say, you have to ask for it. And even then it's only a 50, 50 it, shot. Exactly. It's not, there's no guarantee that it's just because they ask for it, you're going to get it. And that, that's like a really a shame. It really is because it really, that little touch makes a huge difference in, for, for me at least, in about how I feel about a deluxe room. Right. And I didn't ask for it at all. I was, it was a do less, enjoy more trip. I was totally low key about everything, but mm-hmm. I missed it. I, I noticed it that I hadn't, don't, didn't have it and I missed it. Um, yeah. I mean, and the, the turndown service, like even just the mint on the pillow, like that's mm-hmm. to me, that's sort of like a luxury hotel standard. Yeah, it is. I think and it, I and it, it used is. to be standard at, at Disney deluxe right. hotels. And so right. that that's definitely one of the things that when they did away with that, I thought, mm. I know. I mean, yeah. I, I I missed it. I really did. Yeah. Uh, we didn't use Storm Along Bay. Just just didn't have a chance. But we did go to the Quiet Pool, and that was very nice. Uh, one of the awesome things I think about the Quiet Pools at the Deluxe Resorts is that most have um, hot tubs, spas, right? So then, mm-hmm. which is what we did. Because, oh my gosh, my room didn't have a bathtub. <laughs> that's why we went. That's the other, that's the other thing in the hot tub. 80% yeah. of the rooms are shower only. Right, and... Like I and am, I know you love a tub. Yes, at the end of the day, that's pretty much where you'll find me, whether I'm home or traveling. And so we instead we went to the hot tub, <laughs> um, <coughs> which was nice. Though it was very nice. Um, yeah. And now, how yeah. about on? Um, so, so you mentioned your stateroom on the mm-hmm. cruise line. Mm-hmm. You were in a six A, by the way. Okay, thanks. Uh, I looked out, uh, which has a solid white wall veranda. And right. So I wanted to ask about your experience with that because that's a common question a lot of people have. Like, well, what does that mean? How is it going to affect us? What does it look that's, like? That's a great question. So, and I knew that we had this because I picked the stateroom before. You know, um, we, you know, I, I chose it. It wasn't just given to me. But so, generally speaking. I prefer the plexiglass railings to the solid um, wall railings. And the reason why I prefer that is because when I'm sitting on the couch or laying in bed and looking out the window, which I usually am doing, you can actually see the water. But right. when you, you have that solid wall, you can't. You just see the wall and then you see the sky. <laughs> so you don't right. see the water. And that's the, to Unless me, that's you're literally standing right there. Right. Of the, course, if you go out into your veranda, yeah. you can. Absolutely. But you can't see it from the room. Um, unless you're standing up, but you know, mm-hmm. so I mean, that's the, to, for me personally, that's the biggest difference um, in having that. And I guess also you're probably going to get a little bit more light coming in because you've got that mm-hmm. plexiglass instead of a solid wall. But that said, I still really liked our veranda because it was in the back and it had, it was a little deeper than the other ones that are on deck five. And um, I like the position where it was on the ship. I like to mm-hmm. be I like to be aft because it's very close to all the things that interest me. So I was still really happy with my room. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess if I could have made it better, I would have had a plexiglass railing. So yeah, if you have a choice between the two, yeah. you know, plexiglass is usually better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's usually not, you know, there, there is a price difference between yeah, the solid white wall and the plexiglass. Yeah, yeah so. there is. So if you want to save money, go with the solid. If you just really want that view go with plexiglass um, and can afford it right Um, and there were there were options for that when I was booking still even though there weren't that many uh, staterooms left at the time I booked uh, there there were still some options that I could have gone up to different deck to get that Mm -hmm. Um, interestingly I encountered a number of people on the cruise who had also booked last minute (laughs) Um, it was not it was not uh, apparently for the few people that I talked to at least an uncommon thing at all (laughs) but that's also not uncommon for new 
first time cruisers, right? A mm-hmm. lot of they're just, hey, we want to go on a cruise. What what do we have, right? And let's just do this, right? So it's different. It's a different mentality about it. Yep. Um, and that it's and also for Florida locals, right? A lot of times Florida locals will right. book because you can um, sometimes get sometimes you can get good rates, can't you? When you're a Florida local, um, yeah, depending on the sailing, absolutely. Yeah. And cast members also they can they can get good um, rates on very last minute cruises. I've I've heard. I talked mm-hmm. to someone that told me that this that, this trip. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and as far as being sick, um, I mean, because it kind of came and went. It was, which, you know, it's typical for this kind of thing. There were days that I mostly just, uh, I, I took it so slow, right? We just, we didn't do a lot of anything. We just, we slept in, we ordered a lot of room service, which was great on the cruise, right? Because it's included. It's included. Right. And that was amazing. It was really helpful. Um, you know, sometimes when I, like... Like in the beginning, I felt pretty bad, and I sort of just, I wasn't sure what was going on, so I sort of self quarantined. I'm like, you know, I don't know if I'm something. I don't want to like be giving my whatever to anybody, so I just stay in my room or we go to a movie, right? That kind of thing. We kept it really, really easy, and that was great for me. And honestly, when I think back on it, I mean, sure, I could have canceled my trip, and you know, gotten my antibiotics earlier and felt better earlier, but. That sunshine and that fresh air, especially after being cooped up all winter in Michigan, was mm-hmm. actually really amazing. It really was. And I do not regret my decision at all to have gone and and experienced that. Because even though I was not at like 100% operating capacity, I still really enjoyed it. And I was able to... And in some ways, it was a, probably a silver lining for me because I tend to work wherever I am all the time, whatever I'm doing, I find some way to be productive. (laughs) And that was not really an option. I had to prioritize. And I prioritized um, enjoying and relaxing instead of working. Yeah. (laughs) And (coughs) which probably was the best thing you could have done for yourself. Exactly. Because I would have just kept working if I'd been here. (laughs) Just like I'm doing right now. I'm working even though I'm sick. So (laughs) um, yeah, so I'm happy I went. It was Good. it was really And did a you have trip. a chance to eat at Tiana's place when yes. you were on the ship? Yes, we ate at Tiana's place. Um it was really cool that they had a live band and characters. So Tiana and the alligator crocodile, I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who that was, came out and you know, stopped by the tables and it was fun, but very loud. It was a very, very loud experience. Um and uh but you know that would be expected if you have live music and all this stuff going on, right? Mm-hmm. So that's okay. The food was really good and the beignets were amazing. Ooh, yum. Fresh, warm beignets with chocolate sauce um, for dessert was really, that was definitely the highlight. Um, yeah, so that was, I, I really liked Tiana's place. It was good. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yum. Yep. And all right. Did we miss anything? I don't think so. I think that pretty right. much covers the trip. We had a we had a great time. Thank you very much for yeah. We should. I I just want to just happen. the travel agent in me just wants to say something about the fact that you were ill. Um, oh yes. So Go we, for it. I just we want to be completely clear that what Jennifer was suffering from was a mild upper respiratory infection. She did not have any, um, you know, GI issues or anything right. like that that I would have that would yeah. have precluded her from getting on the cruise <laughs> when she filled out the health correct uh, questionnaire. 
Right. So. I was absolutely honest when I filled out my um, questionnaire. Um, it asked questions like, have you had a fever? Plus these other things. I didn't have right. a fever or anything like that. Um, I didn't I also don't have any, yeah, no upper stuff. It's all, it was all chest no, stuff. No, yes. Yeah, no, no GI symptoms yes. or anything right. like that. Um, you know, because I, of course, right. if you are experiencing those types of illnesses, it really isn't a question. Um, you cannot cruise. Right. So yes. They, they won't sure let you super are. clear about that. that and Sorry. that's a really good point. Right. If I'd had that kind of illness that, that would have changed things. Um, and I should note that I actually did consider going, <laughs> I did at one point, you know, because it was this up and down thing for me. I'm like, should I go to the infirmary? And, but in the end, I decided not to. Um, I almost kind of regret that. I I think I might have enjoyed learning about what that experience would have been like. So well, I could I have passed you. that on. <laughs> um, I, I, but I, I, I think, I yeah, but I think in the end, I just chickened out because I didn't want, yeah. you know, I didn't want any issues or whatever. So I'm a, I'm a big baby. So I just suffered. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really didn't know what they could do for me. Maybe they could have given me, maybe they could have given me antibiotics. But honestly, I don't even know because I haven't been in that position before. And I, mm-hmm. I'm i like, am I just wasting my time? And if it's really that bad, I'll just go to a clinic when I get off the ship. And it wasn't that bad. And I didn't go to one. So, um, so this was really a mild you know, it was a really, uh, I'm very tired and I need to rest a lot kind of illness yeah. rather than anything. Yeah. And I, um, I checked it. I, cause I'm like, when I got, when she told me it was, you know, pneumonia and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, am I like spreading pneumonia to everybody? And no, pneumonia is not contagious. It's a, it's like a thing that just sort of, you get, you can get, it's, it's kind of like having the cold, but it develops into something it, else. It just right? moves into your lungs. Yes. And I'm not Fluid like, in your lungs. yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> so we should be safe there. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. So just, I just had to, just had to say. No, that, it's, just, you know, it's very, that is very important. Yeah. Especially clear. since recently, um, the whole thing about not cruising when you have a pre-existing condition came. There was a news story. Such as pregnancy. Yes. yes. But the woman who is twenty-five weeks pregnant and you can't cruise if you are more than twenty-four or twenty-four or higher. 24, yeah, depends yeah. on the cruise line. But yeah, yes, but for Disney, Disney 24, 24, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, the, all the hoopla surrounding Disney not letting her cruise and all that. <clears throat> yes, I'm sure. I'm sure most yes. of our listeners have heard about that. But if not, you can Google it. <laughs> you can Google <laughs> it. But curious. also just to be clear that how <clears throat> things get handled in the port is not actually up to Disney Cruise Line. So That's a good point. Yes. Every time I'm reading these articles, I'm going a little bit crazy because the port side operations are actually Port Canaveral and not, not Disney, decided yeah. by Disney Cruise Line. So anything that happened before she boarded the ship is not actually up to Disney Cruise Line. So that's, right, but, and the cool thing as you're reading that, those articles. Yeah. Oh, right. So that the, the security guards and the dogs. But the thing yes. is, Disney refunded their cruise, right? Isn't that what I read? They did. And yes. they did not have to do that at all. They so <laughs> so props to Disney for, you know, doing that because there were like 10 of them or something. <laughs> they yes. didn't get the cruise. They, yeah. And then they're, the, the, the articles are like, oh, but they didn't refund their airfare. Why would they? Why That's would they? totally yeah. separate. I mean, yes. they're not connected. Yes. Um, <sighs> and for people who say that they they didn't know, um, oh, you know, I wasn't aware of that policy. It's in your. It's it's yeah. in the paper. Always. Oh, yeah. That you saw. Well, actually, you have to like agree that you're not. <laughs> you, ha- yeah, yeah. you have to yeah, actually. It, it's have, actually specifically right. you have to you know it's in the online check in that yeah. you that you click yes to you know all those things that you're not reading right. the fine print on. Right. 
read the fine print. Yeah, because yeah. in this case, it's important. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Also, she had gotten a letter from her doctor saying it was okay to cruise when she was 25 weeks pregnant. Yeah. And so Which I'm suspicious. She knew that yes. it might be a problem. Right. So yeah. she had some inkling here that there was there could be an issue. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, anyways, yes. Well, anyway. <laughs> um, and I want I do want to say I don't I'm not just because I chose to go on a trip while I was sick is not what I think that everybody should do. I'm a, you know, we're all different people. We all handle this situation differently and different illnesses, right? So mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not advocating that you just go ahead and go on your trip. Even if you were a part, if a party member are sick, this is just, this was a educ- educated decision on my part. I, and knowing how I deal with illness and that kind of thing. So right. everybody right. should just understand that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm extremely tenacious. So that, 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 yeah. that just, you know, is another part of my who I am. Um, yeah, so we are not suggesting that you. Right. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> suggesting. I mean, in this case, I had trip insurance. I don't usually have it, actually. <laughs> um, but in this case, she did. But I did. I absolutely did. And part of it had to do with it being a last minute trip. I felt I actually thought that was important. And um so I, I could have. I had this option. I actually even had trip insurance for my yeah. flight. I'd gotten that for, as well. Um, so I could have made this choice without, you know, I'm sure I would have lost money. But it wouldn't have been like a huge, I mean. I it wouldn't have been catastrophic. Yeah, it wouldn't have yeah. been. It would have been like me crying for months over the money I lost. Right. It, I would have recovered, I think, most of it. So, but I still, I still, and I still had a great time. So, so yay. So that was awesome. Yay. It was very nice. I'm thank so you. glad you got to go. Yes. Thank you. Um, okay, cool. So that my goodness, it's been 45 minutes. I just ramble on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we, we, we had lots to cover. We did. Um, okay, so in our community quarter, we have a celebration. So Kelly writes to us and she says that on April 5th, that would be tomorrow. Tomorrow. I will be celebrating my 40th birthday. Last November, I was very fortunate to be in Walt Disney World with my family to celebrate my husband's 40th, but another trip is not in the cards for us at this time. Hopefully someday in the future, I can celebrate a birthday there. But in the meantime, I am grateful to have had the Passport on Moms podcast to give me my Disney fix between vacations. Thank you so much for sharing the Disney joy every week. Yay. Happy birthday, Kelly. I'm really um happy that we're able to give you your Disney fix and 40 years. It's awesome. Congratulations. It's a big deal. Yeah. 40, 40 is big, but you're going to love your forties. The forties. Oh I yeah. The forties. Forties yeah. are my favorite. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They have been awesome. I'll be 50 this year, <laughs> but I've actually, I've actually liked my forties a lot, a lot. Actually, I would say best decade of my life. Best decade so far. Yeah. Forties yeah. so far. Yeah. Forties are fun because you <laughs> just don't care anymore <laughs> oh exactly it's awesome i love this feeling and it's getting better as i get older like i'm like whatever like i don't care if you don't yep. like that too bad it's yep. great it's so exactly. liberating exactly. Yeah. yeah yeah there are some not there are some not very um family friendly terms for for what the 40s feels like but yes, you know I what i'm agree. talking about yes uh, okay so, oh, oh, uh, we, oh we need to thank our producers we need to thank our patreon producers Ginger, Tiffany, and Carol, thank you so much for your support every week. We appreciate you. Uh, Patreon, you can support us if you, you know, this podcast is free for everybody, but if you would like to sort of help support us um, and support our efforts, you can support us at patreon.com slash Disney every week. And if you support us at different levels, you receive different perks, including coming up uh, tomorrow evening will be our 
uh, live video hangout for those of you who are supporting us at the $5 an episode and above level. So that will be at 7 p.m. Eastern time uh, and check the website for details. Yes. It's at the patreon.com site for us. Yes. Yep. Patreon.com. Um, the, the link to get it. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So that's cool. I'm looking forward to that. All right. And then next week, we're going to talk about the boardwalk. Is that right? Yes. On yes. I think an overlooked sort of deluxe option over there. Yeah, I think so, too. All right. Cool. Um, well, that's our show, folks. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for more news and answers. And listen to our podcast at passporter.com slash podcast. Talk to you next week. Don't forget to wear your sunscreen. That's right. Mm-hmm.